important here for you to talk about your hair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How'd that decision come? Just to just to get that out of the way. How'd that decision come down that you decided to cut off the dreadlocks? How many, um, years, how many years was that in the making? Uh, I had been growing my hair for five years, and uh, the last three I had it had it locked up. Um, during the off season, I just was like I was thinking about it a lot, a lot more than I ever have. And I woke up one morning, I texted the barber that I use, and I was like, hey, I need you to come over and, and bring the shears. And he's like, all right, I'll be there at, at 3 o'clock. Oh, new bias. Thanks for joining us, man. Uh, yeah, so um, he's like, yeah, I'll be over there at 3 o'clock. And, and the video I posted was literally the first, like, lock that was snipped. And uh, it, feels, it feels good. Uh, like, when you have locks, you can't, like, wash your hair that often because that's part of the locking process. Um, so be able to put my hair under the shower head and like just let it hit my scalp and like put my hands through it. it. It feels good and like my head feels so much lighter, you know, like true definition of lightheaded in a in a good way, in a good way. <laughs> you had a really good run there down the stretch last season before and on the shelf. How much did that mean too, and what can you carry from that into the coming season? Um, I, I definitely did some things well. Um, you know, we talked about this a lot last last season. Uh, I went back to just being myself. Uh, went back to the windup. Went back to predominantly forcing fastballs and sliders. Uh, my changeups come a long ways too. But uh, just really getting back to myself and pitching like me. And uh, the new staff has been great about encouraging that. Um, it's uh, you know obviously they had a good run. The staff that was here before, but the new staff it's it's very refreshing and. Um, adds a lot of extra excitement coming into camp. What's that mean for your slider in particular? Um, honestly, you know, looking back, whenever I use that pitch more, I have better results. Um, just because it's, it's, in my opinion, it's one of the better pitches in the league. So um, when you just compare like slugging mm -hmm. percentage and, and all that, um, those deeper metrics, I have good results. So um, not throwing it too much, but using it when the time's right instead of trying to supplement it with something else. Mm -hmm. What are your first impressions of working with Oscar? Um, I like him a lot. He's, uh, he, he, he's young, um, he's open-minded, um, he's, uh, seems like a good person. Um, he's, he has an old school mind, but a new school brain. Um, so, he, uh, he knows what it means to go out there and take the ball, but he also knows how to help people utilize their stuff to get the most out of them. And that, I, you know, he probably didn't delve into this too much, but his background is in biomechanics. Um, that's what he got his degree in. So to be able to talk to a guy about, you know, pitch types, but also mechanics from a movement standpoint, as opposed to like lift your legs, separate your arms and throw. Like we're talking about it more as a movement. Um, and then added with like how your ball spins and all that stuff. It, it's just really cool, and it's re it's something that I haven't been a part of yet in my career. He said that he wanted you to be more athletic on the mound. Like, what did? How do you maybe interpret that, or what does that mean to you in a realistic um, setting? Think a lot less. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of us in here are blessed with natural ability, and uh, when you try to hone it in too much, and you start thinking about where you're at in space too much it takes away from why you're actually here. It's like when you have a sprinter that's super fast and you try to tweak his 
form, but he loses power, he loses speed. It's similar to that. Like when I start thinking about my delivery too much, um, I'm not as fluid, and that takes away from how the ball comes out of my hand. Have you delved into any of that stuff, whether it's biomechanics or pitch type and pitch spin with him, with him even in the short time that, that he's been here? Yeah, and it was more from a standpoint of like, your stuff is already in the upper echelon. Use it, you know. Don't don't try to tinker with it. Uh, your movement patterns. There's some things that um, can be better, um, and we'll we'll work on that as time goes on. And there's some things I addressed just in my strength and conditioning program that that helped uh, be in a better position. Because last off season I didn't get to train. Right. Um, I had like two weeks of strength training, and this off season I had like 15 weeks of strength training. So. Um, you know, obviously there's no, no excuses. Like I'm, I don't do that. I'm just saying I'm, I'm in a much better position from how my body moves and how strong I am than I was last spring training. Did you do anything different training wise? Seems like you're out in California as opposed to being here. Yeah. Um, I met a really good physical therapist. That's also a strength coach. His, uh, his name's Zach Ray. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right. (laughs) Thank you. Um, yeah, so he was able to kind of, the deficiencies I had in my body, we were able to address that through the strength program. It was really nice. It's something that if you just go to a strength coach, they're not going to be able to really help you as much with. It's going to be more general, but this program was very specific to like, you know, I finished on the DL and I was battling like different hip and groin things the last two seasons. So uh, we were able to set a really solid foundation and build on top of that. And like I said, I feel really good about where I'm at. What did it mean for you during the off season to do the dream series, be part of that particular thing? Yeah, it was, uh, it was really special. Um, we've talked about this before, but, uh, black people in America don't play baseball like they used to. And to go to a clinic where it was, there was a lot of melanin was, uh, it was really cool. It was really special to be a part of. And, um, they have some really good instructors, um, and it was just nice to see that uh, Major League Baseball and the Players Association are both like fully invested in and in helping everybody play this great game. You know, not just uh, one demographic. And then, what did it mean for Oscar to come out? Because you got to throw a yeah. live pin out there and yeah. get the kids watching you. Yeah, too. I mean, it was cool. Uh, Oscar, being a, a person of color, uh, that's a pitching coach, um, is is rare. Also, uh, and it wasn't just black kids. It was uh, it was you know, Puerto Rican, Dominican, they had a, they had a lot of different uh, races. Uh, they were just American, you know, American born. So it was cool to uh, Oscar to be out there. And I worked with him once in California because he's from there. So, and then I worked work with him once in Arizona. So we already had a good rapport before we even came to camp. At the risk of over-dramatizing the hair storyline, do you think about, like, is this a fresh start for Chris Ar- Chris Archer this season and try to make it work out? Like, is there nah, any thought given to what nah, that might change? Because that hair, that hair had been with me since 2014. Um, it wasn't dreadlock, but yeah. it, it was with me in 2014. And um, I just, I was just over it, you know? And one thing I've learned over the years is you can't do you can't do everything for other people. There's certain things you gotta do for yourself. And uh, if it was up to other people and uh, other people's opinions about me needing a fresh start, I would have cut that a long time ago. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if it was up to other people's opinions, like my mom didn't even want me to have dreads to begin with, you know? So like, um, and even when I went to the clinic, uh, 
the kids were like, hey, we love your hair. Like, you got to keep it. Because somebody asked me about it. And, um, you know, that could have persuaded me easily. But, you know, I was like, you know, I got to do this for me. Like, this is what I want. I can't always do what everyone else wants me to do. Or else you're going to have somebody else's future, you know. So, and, you know, it kind of ties into the whole getting back to being yourself. Um, you know, as long as you know you're you're handling your business, you gotta do things your way. Cause uh, when it's all said and done, and you look back at your career and whatever profession, yeah. you're gonna be like, you know, the mistakes and successes were all me. I didn't I didn't make a mistake because I was trying to do something that wasn't who I was. Yeah, not to make this all deep and stuff. <laughs> no, 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 it's just real, you know. Yeah, it was a little shock to the system for Pittsburghers. They something cut you do it a few years ago. Yeah, you know, I wasn't sure if you heard any feedback from anybody about that dude if I was like listening to everybody's feedback uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be where I am um, and I and you know I know that because I've done it before you know um, you know some people like it some people don't but I like it and that's really all that matters I like when I look in the mirror I like it so Chris there, there are gonna be doubts skeptics about this team especially with payroll which is always a big big subject in Pittsburgh and everything I'm sure you've heard yeah um, what are your expectations of, um, of the group? Yeah, so I've, I've talked to Ben and Sheltie a lot about that. And, um, you know, I think everybody here understands where we're at. Um, there's advantages and there's some disadvantages. But baseball is a special game where if you execute at a high level, like we all know we're capable of, anything can happen, um, you know. Teams with low payrolls make playoff pushes and stuff. You've been on one. Yeah, exactly. Um, 2013. I mean, we had the lowest attendance in the league, and we had the lowest payroll that made the playoffs. So I mean, I know I know it's possible, um, but really just taking it day by day. Uh, not trying to sound too cliche, but um, we know where we're at as an organization, and. Um, we know that it's going to take time, but that doesn't mean there's going to be any lack of effort, and that doesn't mean that our standards have lowered. We expect when we take, when we step foot out there, especially with some of the pitchers we have, we expect to win. Period. We're, we're, I, and if that's ever not the case, then I don't, I don't want to play. You know, I don't even want to go out there if we're just conceding the game right from the beginning. And the players that we have. They might not have the resume, they might not have all the experience, but we have some really good players in this team, and it's baseball, anything can happen. As a pitcher, what came up for you this offseason as you saw all the Astros things come out? Um, it was uh, it was disheartening, because you, you heard some rumors, but I don't think anybody expected it to be to that extent, you know what I mean? Um, especially when you know these dudes on a personal level. Uh, you've, you've talked to them in person, you've gone to dinners with them, even in the past been on the same team with some of them on Team USA and stuff and FaceTime with them like throughout the season and the off season text with them, whatever. And then to find out like you were like, I was a part of like them being successful. Uh, it's uh, it, it was definitely disheartening. It's bad for the game. Um, I mean, they, they set out the punishments and it is what it is at this point, and I guess it's time for everybody to move on. And at some point, we gotta let it go because the season's gonna start here in a month and a half. Do you think this was an isolated thing to Houston, or do you think it's something that's more widespread across the league? I think it's hard. It's hard to say because I don't know. So I really don't want to sit here and speculate. 
but some of the same concerns we had about Houston prior to it all coming out, uh, there's there's some speculations about other teams too. Jacob Stallings has mentioned that you guys went through extensive use of signs last year in situations where you maybe typically wouldn't out of fear that teams were doing that. Is that something that even though a team got caught and the league is aware of it, you'll probably still do this year just being safe? Yeah, probably because um, technology is always evolving. Um, and it, it was deeper than, you know, as we've learned in the past couple of days, it was deeper than just like one guy looking and figuring it out. They had an algorithm. So it didn't matter if you had a set of signs, like they could decipher and break those signs down immediately. So even if you were putting down five signs with nobody on base. So yeah, we're going to be cautious. Um, we're going to mix some things up. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, pitch execution is the biggest thing. So we're going to focus on that and not be too worried about the other team. What was your reaction when you found out about Derek getting hired? And you, you guys have a history. I mean, that's, is there a comfort level with that? Oh, with Shelty? Yeah. Uh, yeah, a huge comfort. And as soon as they made that hire, I knew what direction the organization was going in. Um, I don't I don't know uh, Ben that well. You know, had a couple meals with him, uh, talked to him a couple times. But uh, but when they hired Shelty, I knew the direction of the organization. And and just from what I've seen, I think it's uh, it was time for something fresh, something different. And, um, you know, Shelty... It's it's gonna be not scripted. It's gonna be very sincere. Um, he's gonna we're gonna have a lot of fun, but we're gonna get a lot of work in. He's been a part of a lot of successful teams. Um, pretty much every team he's been a part of has been successful while he's been there. Um, so he knows what it takes. And uh, you know we're obviously gonna have the same hard nosed mentality that that Pittsburghers have, but we we might just do it a little bit different way. Did they seek any input from you or any other veterans who are here just as far as maybe addressing some of the things that went wrong? Yeah, um, as soon as he got hired, he was, you know, picking a lot of people's brains about, hey, how did things go? What would you think about this? Uh, how would the guys respond if we did it this way? And, um, you know, so it's it wasn't just about him, like, this is what we're going to do. Like, it was it was open dialogue. And I think we're still evolving on how we're going to uh, how we're going to do things. But it's going to be different. Yeah, it's going to be different. You said direction. What do you mean by that? What direction? Direction of the team? Well, yeah, Organization? Yeah, based on Derek Shelton being here, what, yeah. what would make him a fit for this direction? I didn't understand that. Yeah, so I think it's it's more about we're all big leaguers, you know, especially the ones that have established themselves and uh, trusting, trusting them more and focusing on different things rather than, like, controlling things that a big leaguer should already know how to do um, so that it's more focused on you know the on-field play the on-field execution making the individual a better baseball player instead of worrying about off the f just little things that don't matter um, it, and it's just more of an open newer mindset um, it's, it's hard to you know it's hard to put into words but it's more of a it's more of a vibe you know, it's not, it's not as hard nosed. Um, there's still, there's still grit. There's still intention behind everything we do, but it's not like it's baseball, man. Like we're not lining up and trying to knock each other out. You know, so <laughs> it's, uh, it'll, it'll be fun though. It'll be fun. I hope that, I hope that helps. The so. answer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, you guys got some new catchers. You got a chance to work with Luke a little bit. Yeah, Luke and I were with Tampa for a while. Um, 
he's a really good receiver. Um, he's shown the ability to hit, and I think um, you know even um, John Ryan Murphy. Um, he's been successful in the past too. He's a veteran, um, and I know we have a couple other guys that um, that are in camp that are new. But um, I like our catching group right now because you need depth. You always need depth. Something's gonna happen. You know, foul ball off the mask or off the wrist or something. Somebody's gonna go on the DL. So having being three or four deep is really important, and, and I like our options this year. You, you, so you've spent time with before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, in 2016, we uh, we worked together quite a bit, and uh, I threw a bullpen to him today, and it was it was comforting. Like it, I had some flashbacks just of some different things, some different successes we had, and we talked. And I've evolved a little bit as a pitcher, and he's and the game's evolved. So uh, we talked about you know my strengths and and the evolution of the game so I'm, I'm excited and obviously super excited about Jacob Stallings too because the way the way he uh, he showed the ability to hit obviously but he grew as a defensive catcher and like getting better during the season is something that is really hard to do and he showed that you could do it so uh, you know I'm sure he's been busting his ass this offseason too to even continue that because I know he's not satisfied even with the growth I know he's not satisfied, so I'm looking forward to that tandem. Chris, as far as working with Oscar in the new regime with pitchers, do you expect you guys to maybe be prepared differently with analytics or, you know, be it Rapsodo or Trackman or any of these, like, kind of new, new agey things? Do you think maybe you guys can take a different tack with that? Yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing that they're harping on, and Ben has said it a lot, but just understanding what you do well getting the most out of the player's potential. Um, so obviously you have to understand the hitter, but if you you have, like your strength has to coincide with the hitter's weakness. Yeah. So finding where their weakness is and how you can exploit that with your specific stuff. So yeah, we're gonna use, we're gonna use it a lot more. And, and we were starting to implement it, you yeah. know, but I think uh, there's more of a focus. We've already had, I've already had conversations with Oscar that I never had. Um, even with other teams I've been on, you know, so it's uh, it was good. It's and it, and again, it's not. It wasn't about changing anything. It was like um, reiterating, like here's why you are good. So do that. Don't try to do this, yeah. you know. And if you if you try to pitch in this quadrant, here's the pitch that works best there, yeah. you know, as opposed to trying to do everything everywhere. Because yeah. you know you watch like the best pitchers in the game, and they just know themselves. They know in a big spot. This is the pitch that's going to give me a pop-up. This is the pitch that's going to give me a ground ball. This is the pitch that's going to give me a swing and miss. And um, I feel like they're really big on you understanding that and we're just removing the hitter and you just understanding what works for you. Do you would you say you know yourself or are you still learning yourself? I mean, there's always things to learn, but the conversations I had with Oscar really helped me understand why I was successful in the second half of the season and not just like, oh, I was good. I'll just keep doing that, but it's like doing what? Um, so whenever he breaks it down, it's like, hey, like whatever happened, this is this is what you were doing, so let's sharpen that. You know, whether it's a you know, a fastball in a certain location or your slider in a certain location or in a certain count, you know that now. Do you feel like this could be the season the Pirates fans see the real Chris Archer for the start, for like start to finish in this season. Is that um, your hope? Well, I can tell you this: they didn't see it last year, and um, I wouldn't have like 
uprooted myself and found a new trainer and worked on a bunch of the pitching things that I worked on if, if that wasn't what I expected out of myself. So um, I think, you know, there's not, I don't want to say a whole lot. I just want to go out there and show people. But uh, I feel like I'm in a really good spot. And like Nubaya said, like, I know myself and I know that there's more room to grow and I'm going to tinker with that in spring, but it's going to be a much better version of myself than it was last year for sure. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks Arch. Yeah, yeah.